Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Exceeding TV. I'm Reek. How y'all doing? How is y'all doing? What it do? It's been a minute. It's been a long time. Shouldn't have left you. We're out of doing episode. No, okay, I'm kidding. <laughs> hey, y'all. What's up? Like, it's been a minute. Because... Let me tell y'all something. God don't play by these episodes. Because that last episode literally took three weeks. So clearly, I have some stuff to finish up before it can post. Because it shouldn't have took that long. It shouldn't have. But I'm grateful. I am grateful. Because thank you, God, for the accountability. Because I can't be out here talking about something and I ain't doing it. You know what I'm saying? So... It's been a minute, but I'm back. Hey, 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 hey. My sister will be back next week, but this week y'all just get me. So, hey, how y'all doing? We got a good episode tonight, of course. Whatever week I'm on, that's my favorite episode. So, this one's going to be my favorite too. But tonight's episode is actually something um, that I wrote about on the blog, which is, of course, depending on where you're at, it's either up or down. It's in there somewhere. But um, when I wrote it down, I was like, okay, God, yeah, 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 yeah. Because that was definitely... All right, y'all. I'm... <laughs> I listen, okay. I love y'all. Y'all love me. I love y'all so much. It's just making ice. You know what I'm saying? It's all right. It's gonna be all right. We're just gonna move past it. But <laughs> I wrote about this, and it was actually something. Um, when I wrote about it, it was definitely something that God was dealing with me as far as like changing my mind and like establishing a mindset that's rooted in trust in him because tonight's episode is called redefine winning season so of course everybody's always like it's my season it's my season your season is coming your season is coming your season your season your season and i used to always think because I had some really rough patches in life. Like I really did have some some pretty rough patches in life. So I kind of felt like when I first began to get a real relationship with God, I kind of felt as if there were seasons where I lost and there were seasons where I won. So when they said, oh, get ready for your season, like that was the only season that I was going to win in. And God really had to get me together. I was laying down. And the Holy Spirit was telling me, he gave me a, he gave me a particular scripture and the scripture is Ecclesiastes three and it is one through eight and it's pretty lengthy, but it's worth it. So it's okay. Okay. So to everything, there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep 
and a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones, and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace, and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to get, and a time to lose, a time to keep, and a time to cast away, a time to rend, and a time to sow, a time to keep silence, and a time to speak, a time to love, and a time to hate, a time of war, and a time of peace. So as I read the scripture, I was comforted, the comforter comforted me, of course, the Holy Spirit. And he basically told me there is a time for everything. There is nothing that doesn't have a set time to happen. Everything happens at whatever time that it was supposed to happen. And the times be timing sometimes, but that time was supposed to come. And I began to think about, of course, Romans 8 and 28, right after that. And of course we know all things work together. So even in those times where it feels or it felt like it was going in disarray, as I would call them, my losing seasons, God had to tell me that in him, everything is a win. So I had to really direct my mind and start to think about things in a sense of you either win or you grow. You just flat out win and it's just, it's your due season, right? So you got this, you got this, this season, like, cause God said there's a, there's a time and there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. So there is a time for certain things. Just like he said, there's a time to weep. There's a time to laugh. So even in the weeping, that weeping has purpose in Christ, right? So my mind was like, redefine winning season. So the winning season, everything is a win in God because you either win or you grow. You flat out win and it's the time to laugh or when you're weeping, you're growing. Hey, <laughs> it's a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted. There's a, that, that, that gives due season. You know what I'm saying? That gives, it's time. Like, cause you can't pull something out the ground too soon. Mm. You can't pull it out the ground too soon. Catch that. Oh, yes. You can't. It, it, it basically, when I was thinking about it and when I, at the time, when I was thinking about it, I was just thinking about, I was thinking about all the things that I've been through that I didn't appreciate enough. Sounds weird, but go with me, right? So I think about all the bad things and all of the difficult things and all of the hard things because a lot of times we we associate those with losses, especially if they're things that that take a, that take time. They're things that have been developing. It may be there's a plethora of things that if you feel like your time is wasted, then you 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 associate those things with a loss. And so I was actually it was so it was so crazy because I was actually talking to my friends today and we were talking about, you know, wasting time 
And immediately I began to think about how God is not a waster. So God is not a waster and he is the creator of time. He put us into time. Then that means that he is not wasting any time, which is why all things work together for your good. Those things, when you're in Christ and when you are going through these certain things, I began to think about those things that I viewed as losses and that's partially where the journal that's coming soon, y'all, let me just, hallelujah, it's coming very soon. Like, I got convicted and the journal is coming soon. But Seek is basically, the, the, the premise of it, if you have not heard about it, is what are you seeking God for? And it's basically, God gave me a list of, well, no, I... God asked me, what are you really seeking me for? And and you would think like, it's like, oh, I want a bigger house and I want to get married and I want kids and I want a nicer car. I want a car. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But then the the when I actually sat down and I really, really sat and thought the list of things that I really wanted or that I felt like I needed from God, what I was seeking God for, none of them were material things. But what he told me in the process of doing the journal, as I was writing the the introduction to the journal, was that he's a God of restoration. And being that he is a God of restoration, there's a scripture that said, I will restore unto you the years that the locusts have eaten. And when I think about the restoring the year, he's the creator of time, y'all. Like... <laughs> He made he he made all of this. He did he did all of this. All of these things. All of these things. He did that. He he exists outside of time. So he's not going according to our timeline. But because he exists outside outside of 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 time, he can restore those things which don't seem as if they can be restored, right? So I'm thinking about this and and the way the journalist set up is he's like, you can go back in your mind and you can choose to take the lesson, the growth of a bad season, a bad time, a bad situation, a bad circumstance. And you can go back and you can look at that thing and you can remember that I told you that all things work together for your good. I'm going to turn all of those things. So a lot of the times... We focus on, I told y'all, God told me, you asked the wrong questions. It's like, I don't like your questions. Your questions, your questions are rooted in fear. You're, you don't ask the right questions because if you, if you really thought about it, the only real question that matters, which is not necessarily a question for God, but it's a question in reverence to God, okay? The only real question that matters is the why. Okay, not, oh God, why is this happening? Why, 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 why? But if you just sit down, as my apostle and my pastor say, if you can just sit down and get a mirror and look at, just get sit yourself down and say, look, why is this happening? 
because nothing happens. I don't, I don't believe in circumstances or coincidences. Okay. So there's no such thing as a coincidence. Everything proceeds how it is to proceed. Right. And God is saying, even the things that you, you get yourself into, I am all knowing. He had me reading Psalm 139. And if y'all just have a moment, just go over there and just read through that thing. And and I'm I'm a writer. I write on, on my Bible. I don't know about y'all, but I write on my Bible. And I wrote at the top of that scripture after getting at the reading it. Thank you, God, for knowing me, for for knowing my thoughts, for being with me there there's a part that says when if i go to heaven you're there if i make my bed in hell you're there if i get on wings i'm in the sky you're there if i go to the bottom of the ocean you are there you are you are there and it's just like god that is amazing thank you for knowing me thank you <laughs> thank you thank you for for Thank you for loving me so much that you know me and you know where I'm at and what I need and how I need it and when I need it and what needs to, just all of these things because the most important question is why is this happening? And that question is usually 100% of the time <laughs> not for God it's for the relationship with God because it depends on your posture when you ask the why and I had to realize that my posture when I was asking God why before before I understood what what our relationship was what I before I understood that this was a relationship was that why is this happening to me and there's this saying that every I'm pretty sure everybody knows that people say instead of saying well, why is this happening to me why not you and I'm like okay that's good I can I can adapt that but God kind of took me like yeah why not you right because like why not like you know what I'm saying but really what is it about you that needs or needed this situation and my lord I've been growing into a place where it's like, it's not about you. My sister says it all the time. Christy going to say it regardless. It's not about you. And of course you think that you, know, oh, sorry. Of course you think that you know that until a situation comes up <laughs> and that thing is hard and you're like, ooh, take this cup from me. Can you get the cup? Like, can you can you grab this from me? But I mean, really, like it is, we are helpers of one another. Iron sharpens iron. So you think about those situations and though that's just some of the situations. There are some situations that happened, that have happened in my life that, that had to reveal something in me. There are situations in my life that were not pleasing to anybody or God. Honestly, there was just, it was not pleasing to what was going to happen further along it was not beneficial it was not that there were certain qualities and characteristics and there are certain things that needed to be taken away or needed to be added there was a certain strength there was a certain trust there was a certain obedience to these things that I deemed as 
bad seasons. There were things that I went through. There were things that I've experienced that I just felt like I just should not have had to experience. And God showed me in the writing of the journal that you can go back to those times. And instead of trying to discard those times and instead of trying to hurry up and get past it or hurry up and forget it, why was it, why, why did it happen? What was the role of everyone around you being more aware of your surroundings? Because Pastor B, she got us. <laughs> it was this one particular, I think I said it before, but there was a shirt that I was doing for her. And I went up to the ministry and I was walking to the door and I'm looking around and I'm like, hmm, she said she's going to leave it on the chair. And I'm just like, okay. I don't see it. So maybe she forgot and that's okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'll get it from her when she gets back. And she calls me and she said, Hey, did you get the shirt? And I was like, um, and she was like, you know, I know, I know you probably noticed that I didn't put it in the chair. And I'm like, Oh yes, ma'am. But I was like, it's okay. I could do it later. She said, so you didn't see it. <laughs> and I'm like, uh Oh, um, no. And she's like, it was in the flower pot on the way in the doors. And I'm looking like, and I go out there and sure enough, there's this shirt and this bag and this and this, and this flower pot. She was like, are you being more aware? And I was like, ooh, Jesus, Pastor, you just told her. You did. She she literally told us. She said, this, I think it was, I don't think it was 2021. This is the year to be more aware. And listen, I was not being aware. Oh, I wasn't. But God was like, mm, that's just not physical. That's not just a physical, a physical thing. That is a spiritual thing as well. Can you go back in your mind and be more aware of the events and what has happened and the things that have happened and the, and the people and their roles in the hand of God in the situation, the hand of the enemy in the situation, the hand of you in that situation? Like, can you go back and really truly be aware of what exactly happened and be able to assess a situation and really sit down and break down a situation and take something completely different from that situation or add something to get to get what you need out of that to get the why to get the the full understanding of how it's going to work for your good to even if it is for someone else, even if it is just for the testimony, can you go back to that hard time and realize that it's for the testimony? Can you go back in that hard time and realize that you had a spirit of pride and God needed to get it out of you? Can you go back and realize that there, that those were consequences to your actions and know those consequences may not have seemed like the best, they're going to work out for your good. And these are all these things that are, that are going through my mind. When I think about redefine winning season and that's why I'm so excited about the journal because it's definitely been, it's been a process and I, I kind of, I put it down. I did. I put it down. I, I had a deadline and I finished it. I finished the rough draft by the deadline, but as far as the, the full execution, I kind of been dragging my feet about it. Because God told me to do something. And of course, <laughs> of course, I'm just like, I, I can't do that. How? I know he's so tired of that. 
he is so tired of that. Like who 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 told you you couldn't do that? Who who said that? Cuz I just said that you did and I know you. He 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 reminded me and I got really busy. I actually got busy about the journal. I think it was the day before yesterday. I started to like really start to resize it and really get it to its its potential where where it needs to be to actually be completed, to actually be printable <laughs> and distributable okay but I, I i started to get god started to begin to talk to me like hey i got something that i need you to do that's beneficial i wouldn't have put it i wouldn't have given it to you if i didn't intend for it to ever see the light of day when i told you that it was going to see the light of day okay but then last night he actually took me to psalm 139 and and just reading that and 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 studying it and really getting going verse by verse by verse by verse and really see what God is trying to say to me and it was that it was that knowing that that God knows me he knows my thoughts he knows the words that's going to come out of my mouth before they come out of my mouth and that that comfort and I have the the study bible and at the bottom of the bible it, it posed a question and it said, did, I'm going to put it in, in read terms. So it was like, did David feel micromanaged or did he feel protected? And I had to sit and I, and I thought about that. And I said, you know, it doesn't make me feel like I'm under scrutiny that God knows my thoughts. But it, it does bring me a sense of, of peace, of... God, you know me, and you know what I be thinking sometimes when I get beside myself, and you know, you know the things that that bother me, and you know the things that that I that I struggle with, and you know the things, you know all of these things about me, and you still love me, and you still choose me, and you still take care of me, and you still protect me, and you still you still do all of these wonderful things, and you still you still promise me things and you still use me to execute your will as you see fit, whether it be for me or whether it be for somebody else. But it, it all is essentially for somebody else because iron sharpens iron. And it, I just got overwhelmed with emotion just thinking about it because I say it all the time and it's everybody's, it's everybody's testimony. Like you may not know everything that I've been, that I've done, <laughs> that I've been through, that that I've experienced, but God knows everything. And for him to use me <laughs> through all of the things, all of those seasons of growth, I had a lot of growing seasons. <laughs> oh, I had a lot of growing. Cause like I said, you win, you grow. But I was so disobedient. My Lord, my Lord, ooh, I'm talking about real bad, like real bad, like very bad. Because once you come into the knowledge of something, you can't, you can't back back. Like you only get saved one time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I, I got saved and I, I, I slid on back. Like I slid back, 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 like. <laughs> Back, 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 back. So I was accountable. I, w I, I was held accountable for the things 
that I wasn't doing after I came into the knowledge. And I'm trying to tell you, them, them, them consequences be consequenting. But now I can say, you know, did I learn something? I've always said that to my friends. I always, everybody, everybody is a lesson. Everything has a lesson attached to it. Like that's the structure that we are rooted in y'all. Like Jesus ain't talking nothing but lessons. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus was going to teach. You hear me? Like it, he was going to teach. He was going, the lessons were lessening. Okay. They were, they were getting it done. They were. Now they didn't understand it for real, for real, and we we barely be understanding it sometimes, honestly. But he was always teaching a lesson. So because there is always a lesson to be learned, I I always had that in my mind. Like even, and it's so crazy because I had it carnally in my in my flesh body in my and on on, my, on this side of me. Right. I would always say that about like relationships or things like that. Like, what did you learn from this person? Like, even if it ended badly, what did I learn from you? Because I just refuse to believe that you just wasted all my time. Okay. You just wasted. I, I can't believe it. before I knew that God was not a waster. Right. You just can't. That That's just, I can't let you just be a complete waste of years and months and weeks and days and seconds i i got to there got to be something behind this so to cross over and get a relationship with god and to have that understanding and to have that that knowing and that knowledge that no seriously all things work together for your good what are you learning why do you need to learn this particular and that that's i feel like that's how i was going like god knows how, why you need to learn a thing? Why you, why you needed to experience a thing? Like even, even if it's for the testimony, because I had a lot of, I had a lot of traumatic things happen. Like I had a lot of traumatic things happen to me that people twice my age have not gone through. And I, I used to sit and I, I <laughs> like, Lord, like, um, Hey, it's a little jokey joke, but it's like, am I on the, am I on the strong soldiers list? Like, am I on the battlefield this year? Because I want to get off. <laughs> like, I want, you know what I'm saying? And I really used to sit and I'm just like, God, there are people that have not even began to experience some of the things that I have experienced in, in these 30 years of life and I'm just like God that just that just don't make no sense to me like I just don't understand and now that I'm, I'm talking to you now like you know what I'm saying because I it, it's so crazy because I was supposed to record this episode yesterday and I did not record it yesterday and I know why because it's a conversation that I had today really kind of it really kind of solidified all of the confirmations about the episode that I was getting, but it's like COVID. I mean, I've spoken about it before where it was like, I was suicidal. Like I was extremely like multiple attempts at suicide and I had become not suicidal anymore. And then when I got COVID, 
it was, I believe that it was our women's retreat for our ministry last year. And Jocelyn, hey beautiful, if you're watching, hey girl. Jocelyn and the Holy Spirit read me for the Jocelyn. The Holy Spirit used Jocelyn to read me for filth. You hear me? Like, read me for filth. And <laughs> she was just like, I don't even want to go into what she said, but she, she read me for filth. And I remember we had, it was like an exercise that we had to do. We had to pair up with someone. We had to just talk to them and get to know them. And then when we got up, it was like, what is the, what is the Lord saying to the other person? And we had to, you know, express that. And I remember telling her, that when I had COVID, I was so confused. Like I was, I was utterly confused because I'm just like, wow. And it's, 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 it's dark y'all. It is, it is, but I'm going somewhere. It is dark though. I'm, I'm going somewhere though, but it's just like, I don't want to die anymore. And now I'm going to die from COVID. Like, God, <laughs> Hey, um, talk to you real quick like <laughs> that's really where I was at that's really that's really the those were the sentiments of my heart like all this time you have just spared me and you have saved me and you have delivered me from this 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 spirit this detrimental demonic spirit of wanting to not be alive anymore to forfeit to forfeit my promise like to forfeit you are forfeiting the promise when you do that. And I'm like, yeah, I need all of that. I need, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I need that. Yeah. Yeah. I need that. So you, you forfeit that promise when you do that. And to get to a point where I no longer desire that and to be delivered from that spirit and to, to turn around and bust the corner a couple years later and offer the offer to die from COVID. Cause that's that's where my mind was at. But that was that was a situation where God was like, I need to talk to you. I need to talk to you, Stank. Because yeah, no, where you are, where the the road that you are headed down. Yeah, you gonna die for real, girl. Like, and I need to, I need to slow you, slow your jets. I need to slow you down so that you can understand. You can understand what what's what's going on and what what's what's this and what's that. Like, and I need to talk to you and I need that communication because God knew that I was gonna be this 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 Larica. I was gonna be this Reed right here. And he had to tell me when I be when I when I began to grow in him and I began to grow that relationship with him, and I didn't I didn't necessarily because see I told you I was asking him like uh, why did I go through all that stuff like and I know some of it was self inflicted I know it was self sabotage but like you know what I'm saying nothing happens that you don't allow so like what 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 was the dealio okay I need to know what's up like what was up. And I, it wasn't like I, I was still asking him because as I began to grow, I began, like I said, I began to redefine winning season. And I was, I can't remember what I was doing, but it was, it was recent. It was within the last year and it was right. You know what? It was right after I recorded the episode. I think it was the episode confidence because that episode was actually a very big milestone, a very big hump for me. Okay. It was a very, it was, it was, it was monumental in my life, you know, 
And the Holy Spirit told me that there are certain things that happen, how they happen and why they happen and the manner in which they happen. Because I know that you are gonna open your mouth and tell somebody what I did for you. And my God, I was like, as I'm sitting here right now, <laughs> telling about the goodness of the Lord on Exceeding TV, telling about the the trials and the the difficult moments and, and the slip ups and the the realistic things, like the real raw, transparent, I don't really got nothing to hide because why? You know what I'm saying? Like, because I, I, I'm willing to grow out loud. Like I'm willing to, I'm finally coming to a place where it's just like, I'm gonna do this thing. Like I am going <laughs> to tell people about the goodness of the Lord. I'm gonna tell people how he saved me. I am going to give him his glory because he's going to give me the victory because in him, everything is a win. Everything all works out. The, 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 the game is won. The race is won. Everything is won. Everything is a W. There's no L's. There's no anything that feels like an L. Anything that's portrayed because I'm going to say portray anything that's portrayed as an L is a lie. <laughs> L is for liar. <laughs> and the only liar I know that's the liar of liars that can magnify something is the enemy. But L is for liar. <laughs> like L is for lie. Like there's no such thing as an L in God. Everything is already won. And God is like, because I know you. <laughs> I know who I made you. I know what I put in you. I know the type of I know the type of anointing that I've given you to grow out loud because let me tell y'all something. I have been through a lot of stuff, y'all. Like it's funny now. But like y'all, I have truly been through a lot of different a lot of different, I'm talking about, I'm trying to tell you they growing seasons because them things were tough. Like I'm talking about from a child, like from a little child. Like I have been through a lot of things and I spent a lot of years trying to take myself out of the race. Like I was okay with the forfeit. I was okay with that result at that time. Like I was I was completely okay. I was completely convinced and deceived to believe that I was not necessary for everybody's life to go on. Like I was complete, I'm talking about, because it was just one thing after the next thing, after the next thing, after the next thing, after the next thing. And I think that now as, as, I, as I speak more and I, I see, I see and God allows me to hear and, and process and be more aware of the hand of the enemy in the grand scheme of things. It's like the enemy studies us y'all. Like he, he, he know who you is. Like, you know what I'm saying? He, he know who you is because who you were, you were made who you were, who you are. 
Like whether you have come into the to the knowledge of who you really are or if you have been what does it call it? Um te- I, I don't know what to call it, but it, it, whether you have been performing the job duties of who God created you to be, there is always you were always that. You were that before you were who you are. Like before you were actual thing. Like before you were actual flesh, you are uh, your spirit. <laughs> your your original form, your spirit is that thing. And you are a spirit and you have a soul and you live in this body and your spirit has been that thing since you was in your mama's womb. Like you always been. If you are a teacher now, you have always been a teacher. Whether you taught your dolls or you taught your dinosaurs how to walk up a a, a ramp, you have always been a teacher. There has been no day of your life <laughs> that you are not a teacher. If you are a pastor, you have always been a pastor. You have always been that thing. And there are some people that just come up on that information a little bit sooner than other people. And some people are more accepting, but you have always been that thing. And it's all about divine God time, Kairos time. We learned that in our ministry. There's Kronos time, which is our time. And there's Kairos time, which is God's divine timing, that appointed time that, that everything is on that appointed time. And that that timeline that we feel like we have so much control over, you have always been that thing. Now, whether you operate, that's I think that's the word I was looking for, whether you operate in that thing is completely up to you. So you think. So we think. Because <laughs> we got free will. But God's will will be done. But that's a different episode for a different day. But... You think that you have so much control over that thing, but you have always been that thing, that particular thing, like those things with S. Because it's true enough, everybody has at least one gift, but that he, Psalm 139, I gotta go to Psalm 139 because listen, listen to me, that thing, bless me for real. <laughs> like, that day really blessed me. Like I was really moved to tears. I was overcome with emotions reading it. And it was how precious also are thy thoughts unto me, O God. How great is the sum of them. This is 17. 18 says, if I should count them, they are more in number than the sand. When I awake, I am still with thee. Do you know how, have you ever seen a grain of salt? A grain of sand. Talk about salt. You see a grain of sand. Have you ever just pulled out one singular grain of sand? It says there's more in number than the sand. Like, think about all those beautiful, wonderful, amazing thoughts about you. Like, come on. Like, that thing washed over me. Like... That's he talking about just just singular, a singular person like just me. Like these are now David's talking about him, but I I I like to put myself because yeah, you feel me. 
So you mean to tell me that you your thoughts of me, thoughts to prosper, thoughts for an expected end, those thoughts are more than sand, my Lord. I've never even seen a singular grain of sand in my life because I'm pretty sure it is very, very small. And see, I live on the 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 coast, okay? I've seen plenty of sand. I've seen a lot of different sand. That That's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. But I said all that to say, a God with that many thoughts about you, I know he didn't just give you one thing to do in life. Just one thing to do in life can't be. That's a lot of thoughts to be just one thing, one one singular thing. Like get in tune with the thoughts of God concerning you. That has probably been the most beautiful journey that I have embarked on, honestly, within the last I say a year and a half. I give it a strong year and a half of really just like, all right, God. Like, I want to know what you think about me. And see, you would think that you would start there. And I should have. <laughs> I should have. I really should have. But I did it, honestly. I mean, transparent my mind. I did not start there. I did not start to to really think about, you know, what God had to say about me. And so God was like, look, check this out. Hey, one of your assignments I got for you finna start soon. Okay. This was like March of last year. All right. One of your assignments is finna start soon. It's TV started in August. We coming up on a year ski. Okay. It's finna start soon. Now, I didn't know it was exceeding TV. I didn't. But he did tell me that. Hey, I need you to um punch this clock. Like, I need you to punch this clock. I need you to um start getting a serious desire for the things that I have for you. Or some serious consequences are going to help you. <laughs> I'm going to help you out. You know what I'm saying? Because COVID was definitely a God, a, a God thing. That was, that was a God thing. Through and through because I kind of got off of it. But I, I told her, I was just like, I was I was suicidal. And I'm like, God, I'm not, how am I going to die during COVID? And God had to tell me, like, you're not talking to me. You're not talking to me. Like, and I need you to talk to me. This was back in 2020 now. I need you to talk to me because I have some things for you to do. I got stuff for you to do. Uh, I got stuff for you to do. At the time, I had started the idea of the journal, but I, I hadn't really. Because God is always talking. He talks all day long. Now, do we hear all of the things that he's saying? Absolutely not. Because distracted. I raised both of my hands because, yes, okay? But you know what I'm saying? It's like I had started it. I heard it. I, I started that process of like, okay, God, like these are things that I, I seek you for. And it, and then I put that thing down, right? Mm, why did I do that? Mm, mm. 
COVID happens, you ain't talking to me. Like you, you, you clearly aren't hearing me. You aren't understanding. I need you. I need you together. You know what I'm saying? I need you to, to start moving, start trucking. And then even when I got home from COVID, I still did not do what does said the Lord. And them consequences be consequent. Okay? Like, you may not believe in consequences, but everything's a W in the Lord. You know what I'm saying? Everything's a W. So, even though the consequence, because I had I had a little knowledge under my belt, right? Because I had begun to speak to the Lord, like, while I had COVID. So, I had a little knowledge under my belt. And, like, I could hear him, but I was overriding what he was telling me to do. And consequences be consequent. You know what I'm saying? Like, you did it to yourself. You played yourself. So, I, I was playing myself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, but I was smart enough not to be like, okay, this is the worst thing that's ever happened in the life. Like, it felt like the worst thing. And I, I fell. And I, I bumped my head a little bit. Sometimes I just had a, a remembering problem. But I never forgot. I never forgot the fact that the consequences happen. They happen like that when you don't listen when the Lord tell you to do something. So, if that's you right now, let's just stop right here and just pause this video and go start doing what he said to do. And you just come back. <laughs> but seriously, no, but for real. But yeah, so it's it's kind of just like I, I had enough I had enough wisdom and understanding to know, which is why them consequences came. Because when you know a thing, when you come into a knowing of a thing, you cannot pretend that you do not know that thing anymore. Because God knows our thoughts. It all ties back in. He knows us. He knows. Okay? But I, I still did not get on track. Like, 2021, I ain't gonna lie. No. It wasn't given. It wasn't. It was better than 2019, 2020. But it still wasn't given what it needed to have gave. Okay? And then 2022, around March, it was like, mm. What you mean? Because he told me flat out, I'm going to expose you. And I was like, mm, you really don't have to if you don't want. <laughs> like I had a choice. But he was like, I'm about to expose you. Hmm. I'm about to expose you. And I'm like, hmm. I really said that. You really don't have to. I really prefer that you not. But I really didn't even know what that meant. And what he what he showed me Better yet, who he showed me, it terrified me. Because what are you talking about? Like, what you talking about? Because he never actually really said anything, but it was like he would just show me like, I don't really know what you would call them. I'm really not sure what you would call. Because it wasn't like I saw myself sitting here doing a CDTV and someone would see telling on myself. <laughs> all the time you know what I'm saying I didn't necessarily see this in particular but I, I had a sense of you are going to tell you're gonna grow out loud like that's that's what that's what he told me for the for the journal for the for the blog you were gonna grow out loud and he began to show me that I was gonna grow out loud and he began to show me what exactly that that means you're going to be more transparent. You're going to be more. And I'm like, mm, 
yeah, that's where I was. Better not. Like, <laughs> I really don't want to do that. And then to fast forward and 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 to to get to to firm, which is coming up. I am going to drop the information for Firm Nation in the comments because I am so excited. I'm so excited. But to get to Firm and for the, the theme of Firm to be keep working and for the Holy Spirit to eat me up in that room and say, that's cute. That sounds really good. But you haven't even started working. So... How you gonna keep doing something you ain't started? Mm, ate me up, yeah, real bad. I was like, you ain't have to do all that. <laughs> but keep working, start working, get back to working. Like he really, he really gave me that. Like right that that the day after firm ended, and it's just like start working on the things that he's told you to do. And when you get to a point where you feel discouraged, keep working. And if you get off track and you stop, get back to working. And you're going to need all three of those things. This is what he's telling me. You. You're going to need all three of those things at some point. If you can just keep your mind fixed on those three. God works in threes. Mm. God in them three. <laughs> God in them three. Okay. Mm. My Lord. But. <laughs> ooh. Okay. If you could just keep your mind on those three phrases, those three things right there. Because those things, just like last week, the instruction, the promise, and the example. Those three things are going to get you through anything that's that's headed your way. But those three things of the keep working, start working, start working, keep working, get back to working. If you can keep those things ever present in your mind then then you should be able to do the thing to to operate in the thing because I didn't I he just brought back the enemy studies you I don't think I dealt into that but he do he studies you and you have been doing that thing and you have been that person that whole time and he is coming to discourage you even though you may not know who you are as a child teaching your barbie dolls how to feed the other barbie Teaching the trucks how to go up the ladder. The enemy sees you teaching. And he like, mm-hmm. He's a teacher. So what? She's a teacher. So what can I do to distract, distraught, or deceive you into not teaching? And we're going to tell you that you're shy. Boom. Your words don't make sense. Boom. Make you feel like you got a speech deficit. Or, yes, that word. I can't. Speech impediment. Mm, Thank you, Holy Spirit. I'm going to make you think you have a speech impediment. I'm going to make you think that that nobody wants to hear you. I'm going to make you feel like everybody is talking about you. I'm going to make you feel insecure. I'm going to place these labels and these things on you to get you out of realizing that. Everything is a win. Moses had a speech impediment. Uh. God said, bet that up. Go get Aaron. Go get a dog. <laughs> he gonna help you out. A dog gonna get. Don't worry about it. Now nah, you gonna go in there. Mm-mm. 
you gonna go in there for this because it's just for you but for the stuff afterwards go get a dog and a dog gone you hear me so that was a win but he said it like hey i can't mm -mm, i can't do all that because you 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 know you know what i'm saying we be looking so crazy trying to tell god what we can't do Ugh, i hate that okay another episode <laughs> but like those things that, that was that was a, a overcoming moment you were born and you got this speech impediment right still a w still a w because the man with the speech impediment went up in there and was like hey big god said let his people go get him up out of here let them boys go I don't care, stutter and all. Let them boys go. Like, go ahead and, mm -mm. you know what I'm saying? Mm -mm. A W. Because they know, if I'm sure, I'm sure Pharaoh know that he had a speech impediment too. That's all. They ain't even dropping on ice. That's so crazy. <laughs> but, them people know. Think about all the roles be more aware. It all ties in. Mm, I love when God do that. Because when I get up here by myself, I kind of be like, oh, over the place. Like, I really do. But the it be hitting. You feel what I'm saying? It be hitting me somewhere deep. You know what I'm saying? Like, it really do be hitting me somewhere. Where I be like, whoo, girl. Because I don't got nobody to keep me on track. <laughs> so I be like, boom, boom, boom. So you got to watch the whole episode now. Because... <laughs> If you just stop in the middle, you don't go. I, you, I mean, I didn't even finish the point that you was waiting on me to finish until the end. You never know. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta watch all day. <laughs> what? What was I talking about? I do this every single time. What was I talking about? <laughs> I do it every single time. Mm, mm, mm. If it's supposed to come back, y'all already know the Holy Spirit will reel that thing back in. Oh, ah, see, my God gonna do it every time. Being more aware of every role that is being played in all of these scenarios. Like, who's playing the hand of the enemy? Hmm? Who's playing the voice of reason? Who is the spectator? Who is who is the witness? Who it? Who are these people that are in these situations? Who who is the the inflection? Where's the the the, the point of the point of understanding coming from? Like, what is it that you need to understand about this particular situation and being aware of everybody's role? Because ah, there we go, brought it back. I didn't know where I was going. The enemy studies you, so. It, Sometimes it be you, right? A lot of the times it be us. A lot of my times, it, it was me. One, my consequences for being disobedient, of course. But but there are times as a child of these things that I that I, I went through and all these things that, that I shouldn't have gone through, that I believe that I shouldn't have gone through, that actually turned out to be wins for me be, because of the the path that God has me on because it's his will for me for my life to grow out loud and to 
share my testimony on a very wide spectrum, <laughs> okay? But those are things that I, I didn't really have any control over. So the hand of the enemy was very heavy, and it's usually very heavy in children. And he, he uses certain things because we don't really, we don't think like adults as children, of course. Like, you know what I'm saying? And that's why it's important. Bring it back to the journal. It all, it all just, I love God. To go back and think with your grown up mind, the things that happened to your little kid's mind that were set to distract, distraught, or deceive you. What are what are those things that are that are set before you as a child that you can now go back and place peace and place understanding and wisdom and knowledge and and love and hope and help place those things that God has promised us into that situation where you felt helpless and you felt hopeless sorry and you felt like there wasn't enough love and that the love wasn't shown the way that it should have been shown or whatever it is, whatever you felt like you were lacking in that moment, go back and add that promise and take the lesson because those things were horrible. There were some horrible things that were done. But now that I'm older, I lived, I, I'm here. I am still alive. I was trying to really be out of here and I am still alive to tell people even the people that have been suicidal for years longer than me shorter than me one time thought about it thinking about thinking about it like I am here to tell somebody that because God is going to bring that person to this episode to these episodes to season one to season two to this particular spot it's going to just it's I just believe God is going to just bring them to the particular point where they need to hear that I'm God did the thing and he could do the thing for you too he saved me and he can save you too. He delivered me and he delivered he can deliver you too. He healed me and he can heal you too. He res, he's restoring me. And he can restore you too if you let him. And if you just came to hear that one sentence, that one singular sentence, to God be the glory and that's the purpose. That's why it's always a win because there is always going, we are overcome by the words of our testimony and we are helpers of one another. If you did not come here, but to hear me say, you are going to be all right. The little kid version of you grew up. The person the child that you were when that horrible thing happened does not have to be who you are today. You can, you can take that and know that it is all going to work together for your good. Even if that good is for you to be the person to open your mouth and say, Hey, I know how you feel. I felt that same way too. And then I met a, I found a man. <laughs> I found him. He wasn't lost. He found me. 
I, I found out. Feel felt found. I, I know how you feel. I felt that way too. But then I found out that there's a savior in my story. No matter the fact that there's an enemy in my story, my God is bigger than my enemy. My savior, he saved me. He's literally laid his life down so that I would no longer be bound to the things that I felt hopeless about or hopeless and helpless in those situations that I felt like I was, I was not, I didn't deserve it. I didn't, I don't have to think about that anymore. Honestly, really. I don't have to be that scared little girl anymore. I don't have to be that, that shy little girl. I can, I can genuinely start to, to, to get with the Lord and be like, Hey, who am I? (laughs) Who am I? Like, what do I like to do? What are my hobbies? What are my gifts? Like, how can I be a help and not a hindrance? How can I be beneficial to the kingdom of God? Like, how can I, how can I help you? Not how can you help me? How can I help you? Because I know I can't do nothing for you, but I can do something for the next person because there's a scripture that say, Jesus was like, hey, listen, when I ain't had no clothes, you wouldn't give me no clothes. I ain't had no food. You wouldn't give me no food. And they was like, Jesus, when we turned you down like that, he was like, hey, your brother over there, any, the least, the least. Okay. Who, who you do, who you, who do you define as the least? Even if you don't do that for them, cause them, that's me, you mine, they mine. Like, God, how can I help you? And the answer that I essentially got is give me the glory and grow out loud. Be transparent, be honest, be raw, be real, be who, just be <laughs> shameless plug. Just be, I just want you to, you ain't got to do all the extra Because who I made you is wonderful enough. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. It says, marvelous are thy works. I am the work of the Lord. I am marvelous. (laughs) Just me. I made you marvelous. I created you with wonderful and good in mind. I made you that way I I put you together like that. I put you together to be great. I put you together to be an influence, to be a light. I put you together to be the light of the world. I made you that way. I just need you to wake up and align with that. I need you to come into agreement with that. I need you to know that I say that about you because that was, like I said, I didn't start there. I didn't start with with figuring out or reading, not even figuring, there's nothing to even figure out. All you gotta do is go read <laughs> the manual. 
I didn't start with reading the manual and saying, God, what do you say about me? And I, as I began to see what God says about me and what God thinks about me and how often God thinks about me, I started to think about how I think about more often what people think about me than what the Lord thinks about me. Mm-mm. Get somebody else to do it. Okay. <laughs> Get somebody else to do that. Like, I let people, we, we. We, 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 <laughs> we let people define us. Like we let people tell us who we are, uh, especially growing up because it's like, be more aware of everybody's role around you. Like, because like I said, it's easy for the, if the, the enemy could catch you young. I said, if you have faith of little children, like, the enemy like, yeah, uh-uh. Because the enemy knows script, script. You may not know script, script. Enemy knows script, script, okay? If I can catch them young, think about that hand. Not the person. Not the vessel. But the intention behind the, 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 the thought. Because your parents will say, oh, you talk too much. Or, and you're supposed to be somebody that talk. Because I, I, like I, I, I dealt with that, like... My teachers would always say, oh, you you talk too much. Like, you just talk too much. So I developed this sense of, like, I need to talk less. And God was like, mm, no, because I created you to talk more. Exceeding TV. I created you. I trust you with these things, with these things that feel like burdens, with these W's, because you're still here, right? W, we've already established that. So I trusted you with all these wins because one day... One day, you are going to get in front of a camera and you're going to tell about these wins out loud. And you're going to talk for an hour plus. And you're going to talk about my goodness. And you're going to be who I created you to be. But for a majority of my life, I've been thinking, I talk too much. So I try to stay less. Those things that... That people say, oh, she's shy. Oh, she's shy. And then you walk around here. It really does. You really, the the light in the room. But you have been convinced. You have been deceived to believe that you are shy. And so now you can't, you can't be who God called you to be. Because you have listened to everybody but God. They say, listen, you the first, you first and not last. Like. You the head and not the tail. You are the lender, not the borrower. Like you are all of the chosen. That I'm gonna go to that because just be listen, chosen, royal priesthood, peculiar, holy nation. That's that's royalty. That's that's up there. That's not shy. That's not withdrawn. That's not reserved. That's not mm-mm. Real loud with it. Real loud on the rooftops. Like Hey, Jesus is is our Lord and Savior, and He is yours too. Just come on, <laughs> like I need you loud. I need you bold. I need you confident. Cast not away your confidence. It has great recompense for reward. This is a this is a rewarding, rewarding experience that I'm experiencing. This life that I'm that I've walked into. That I'm just like this is. Yeah, I do this. Wow. Because if you could told 12-year-old Reek that she was going to be sitting at this, at this table, 
Mm-mm, get somebody else to do it. Seriously. Absolutely not. Shoot, I told God that. <laughs> and I was, what, a 28-year-old 20, 20, reek. <laughs> and I was like, mm. seriously, no, get somebody else to do that. Mm-hmm. 29-year-old reek said, mm, definitely get somebody else to do it. Definitely not it. And God was like, mm, bet that up. And here I am. Aren't you guys excited about that? Chrissy's not here to talk about my dancing. So I can dance all I want. And when she watched this, guess what? I'm dancing. <laughs> but listen, y'all. Everything's a win. Redefine winning season. Redefine what your mind views as a win. Change your mind. Because God said all things work together. They're all, it's all going to work. And if you can just take a moment and go back and change your mind about everything that has happened, everything that you have perceived, everything that, everything that you have taken and you have compressed or you have, it's, it's distracted, distraught, deceive. Them three. Cause the enemy he a copycat. He like to, uh, uh, he like to do his own little thing, but don't nobody care because nothing is better. Nothing is greater because greater is he that is on the inside of me than he that is in the world and the enemy is in the world. You hear me, honey? So you don't need to talk about how big your problems is. You need to start talking about, you need to be telling your problems how big your God is. Come on. I read that on Facebook. I was like, you better, you snap, okay? I'm going to tell my problem. I ain't going to tell God how big my problems are. I'm going to tell my problems how big my God is. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to get real, ugh, get real hood with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't play with me. Don't play with me, okay? <laughs> but seriously, no. But seriously, though. Re, re, change your mind, Okay? Change your mind. It's a process. It's a day-to-day -day process. I was telling I was telling my friends that earlier. I was just like, you know, she asked me, she said, What is what do you think the purpose of life is? And I was like, to learn. Learn. Never stop learning. Because the more you the more you're 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 readily available to learn, the more growing you do. And, it, and anything that's not growing is dead. And my God don't deal in dead things. So I got to, you got to keep it. You got to keep it moving. You got to keep it. You got to keep it going. You got to keep going. Hey, love a good time. Keep going. You got to keep going. And the only way to keep going is to keep learning and to be, to be available and to be, to be accepting of God and his grace and his mercy and his goodness and his kindness and all of the things that he has for us and to be understanding and to, and to know that he knows us. He knows what you need. He knows when you need it, how you need to learn it. He knows why he is the knower of the why it's going on. And if you can just get your mind in tune with the, what is it that I can do? What do I need? Like, why, why do I need this in particular? Why, 
Why did I need you to, to allow this to happen? Why did I need you to take that from me? Or why did I need you to put that situation on me? If you could just get in tune with the purpose of the thing, then I think that that, for me, that that has been the beginning of my process of redefining winning season. So with that being said, no shameless plug tonight, y'all. I mean, listen, y'all got to put me in the comments. Like, you got to help me out here. You know what I'm saying? Love y'all. New kids heart. Yeah. <laughs> but with that being said, that is all that I have tonight. I love you guys. Thank you for just listening to me and my a thousand different thoughts when it's just me and there's nobody here to keep me on track. The Holy Spirit is here <laughs> to bring it all around. Bring it around town. Bring it around town. Hallelujah. But with that being said, good morning. Good night, good evening, good afternoon, bye.